Hey, Carl, that's exciting news about the rugby thing. That is very cool. Kind of like a reunion type of thing. Very awesome. I hope that happens, and I hope you have a great time up in Beantown. Very, very good stuff. Okay, let me get back to the episode. Shipping up to Boston, whoa. I'm shipping up to Boston, whoa. That's right, fellas. I'm going to visit Boston at the end of the month. That was Dropkick Murphy's Shipping Up to Boston. Classic song. Love them. Have seen them. It's a great show. I've also seen Flogging Molly, which is also a fantastic band. Um, but <laughs> that, I mean, I guess that. That song is now recognized as the Samuel Adams Beer Company theme, but it is drop. Uh, it is uh, yes, Dropkick Murphys shipping up to Boston. So uh, I'm glad you guys got to hear that this morning, and I am really far behind, but that's okay. Um, this is the Geomologist presents, and I'll be doing here uh, week four of RPG a day month. And um, then I guess I'll have to put out week five, which is a truncated week here ending Wednesday um, in a couple days. And that was Jason Connerly at the top of the show wishing me well when I go to Boston. So I have I have another call in from uh, BJ Boyd of the Arcane Alienist and we can listen to that and then comment on that. And then I'll jump into the show. It might not be a long show, which is probably good. So, because I tend to be long-winded and do a bunch of things like recaps and unboxings and the like. So, um, yeah, I've been a little busy and somewhat absent. Um, I guess I'm, it's a weird reaction to what I felt was a lot of negativity um, on the Discord and boards and Twitters that I uh, listen to and see. And I just get tired of it sometimes. Um, my anxiety kicks in. I don't like it. Uh, don't worry about commenting about that. I'm not pointing or pointing fingers at anyone. It's just a general feeling, and it has everything to do with me and nothing to do with what people uh, say or do. Because at a, a lot of times, I will respond back with equal negativity, or, or uh, I don't know, it's verb or vigor, vehemence, maybe one of those B words, and uh, dish it out as much as I uh, take it. So I'm not going to, yeah, if you call in about it, I'm not going to publish that type of stuff, I guess. Any apologies or any, you know, accusations or whatever. Uh, I just want to stay positive, honestly. And maybe coming into the fall here in September, let's just be positive. Um, Work towards helping each other and encouraging one another's projects and games. Um, looking forward to what's coming up this fall. I know like October, for example, we guess we take a break here in the RPG community 
and we have Inktober and then OSR Rober, OSR October. So uh, let's celebrate those and have fun. Um, in Inktober, I'm going to try to get back into painting. I haven't um, painted miniatures for a while now, and I was looking back at some of my my armies. Um, I broke them out for an RPG game. Actually, I broke them out for um, for my Death Watch game, and it was kind of cool to see. Um, that I'd done a pre pretty decent job in painting some of these Eldar. Um, so uh, I have an Eldar army, that, which is an elven army for people who don't know Warhammer 40k, space elves, effectively. So, um, so yeah, and I, I opened a box and I realized it had like four tanks in that box and then two more tanks. Uh, and then I had a bit, have a big, like, um, like a, I don't know, I can't, it's not, they're not Wraith Guard. It was a, like a big, um, Wraith Knight, I think is what it is. I actually have a big Wraith Knight that's painted, uh, which is kind of cool. So hopefully I get back into that. I don't know what I'm going to paint. I do have I do have an unopened box of a Roman army set um, from, I can't remember the name of the company, but they're supposed to be pretty good looking minis, so I don't know if I want to try to paint that. I found like the color palette that they need and I'd have to order. Um, so maybe I'll do that. I don't know. I don't know where I can paint. I guess I could paint in the back room. I, um, I think I used to paint like on the table, but then of course that's a bad idea with cats and all that. But um, I have to dig everything out and start again. Anyway, um, let's hear from BJ. Hey, Carl, it's BJ. Uh, haven't called into your show in a while. Uh, I know you, you give me pretty consistent calls and feedback and I've kind of fallen off from been bad about calling in and i don't have any specific feedback it's we're in the middle of rpg a day um this month and i'm i'm, I think I'm a week or so behind on, on everybody's episodes so uh rather than drag you back several days to up to a previous topic i just say i am listening and keep up the good work and uh, i'll see you soon hey bj thank you for calling thank you for returning as that prodigal son that you are from falling away from not calling and uh, thank you for the kind words. And yeah, I'm I'm trying. Um, I kind of dropped off a little bit here, but uh, trying to get back to something more consistent. I, I guess I don't know what's kind of happened, but um, but yeah, I think we're gonna. Well, we're gonna dive into it. We're gonna dive into week four, which will be kind of interesting, for the sole reason that I don't play a lot, and I don't have many player characters. Actually, I think I only have two created player characters right now and one of which is for a game that I, we haven't started yet but there is a character sheet or at least stat block for the character somewhere so uh, in the background you might hear atlas our new dog he's pl out there playing with their other dog riley i'm sure or barking at the neighbor's dogs because i'm a dog right i'm a dog and that's what they do so um so the other character I have is the one I'm going to talk about. The other character is Askold the Lame for a game that I play in a playtest run by Joe Salvador of Raven God Games, and it is called Reaver. And Askold is a shaman, which is uh, something that I don't normally play. Um, normally I would play rangers or dwarven fighters. <laughs> That's pretty much what I would play, I think my favorite character of all time I had made, and I think I only played him like once, and maybe I NPC'd him, 
was a uh, ranger, I think it was a ranger cleric, half-elf ranger cleric dedicated to Kelimvor. Um The the second edition, ADD second edition, Forgotten Realms, God of the Dead, um, who replaced Merkel, I believe, during the Avatar Crisis. Yes, Forgotten Realms history for y'all. So uh, I'll talk about, but I won't talk about him because I only played him like once or twice, I think. And I'll talk about Askold the Lame. And Askold the Lame was born into a small clan of Margomani Hiberians living in the area of Sabatum under the rule of the Baron there. His situation is not antagonistic. He was taken at a young age and trained by the shaman Giserek White Legs, who served the chieftain Ivar the Bold. And the intention has always been that Askold would return to his people and act as a priest there. He's completed his initiation, but has yet to take his place among the people. He has been given one year and a day to sow his wild oats, so to speak. And that is what he's doing. He's adventuring right now. Uh, what I like about this game, well, so he is an aesthetic. He's learned shamanism under Gisric Whitelegs, uh, who taught demanding and rigorous physical discipline to bring me closer to the spirit world. My aesthetic practices include fasting, abstinence, physical exercise, and bodily suffering. And these asterites have, these ast yeah, have given me mighty endurance. Um, my esoteric physical practices, I have astounding resistance to natural extremes of heat, cold, and weather, and I get a plus one to save against such. So, um, so yeah. And so his, his main stat is wisdom, but he has a very a pretty strong con and is fairly intelligent and a good-looking, muscular dude. Pretty strong as well. He's called Askel the Lame because his dex suffers. He has a limp, um, but he can employ... Blowguns, clubs, daggers, hand axes, javelins, short bows, slings, short spears, quarter staves. He only wears light armor, but can use small shields and usually goes into a fight with a short spear and a shield. But he's picked up a whip, a cat of nine tails from a torturer. Um, in one of his adventures, we saved our NPC uh, companion henchman Kato from uh, the hands of a torturer. I took his cat of nine tails. And then he has a Scythian bow as well, so... Uh, we took that from some raiders that we attacked. So as part of, as a shaman, he's an intermediary between his people and the spirit world. And my patron are the divine spirits that exist in nature. I I am a totem for them. I am a healer. I can craft talismans. I the spells that I can currently cast are uh, beseech my ancestor, which includes invoke a guardian spirit or spirit voice. A la command, I can induce sleep and send people dream messages or hex them with night terrors as if I were Morpheus, the lord of the dream, uh, but on a very small scale. I have the invocation of the mist, which also includes obscuring vapor and eldritch fog. And then I can I have remedy, which is uh, a healing norm, nominally a healing ability uh, through magic and spellcasting, but also uh, I can neutralize poison as well as help regenerate salubrious renewal. So um, he's pretty versatile. He can fight. Um, he has had some corruption, some corruption effects that he has, um, and he has wide staring eyes that never blink. I think we've, um, because of the way Joe Salvador has uh, evolved his game, 
Um, he had a lot of corruption. Now he has less corruption. But he, he used to have to wear like a like a gauze for those eyes that never blink. But now it's only a single patch for one eye that does not blink. Uh, we've we've found some hidden... Um, well, we started off... This is interesting. So we started off in um, in, the, in this big city, a Dorakium or something like that. And people attacked it. And... And um, we've had various adventures going back to my ho my homestead, my the uh, the village uh, where I will one day become a priest. And we slew the corrupt boar Rudabringi, uh, which I actually my character inflicted the final blow in vengeance for Rudabringi killing my father. Apparently, uh, so so now we're gonna we're building. Um, a temple in that uh, in that city, uh, in that town or not not city. It's a it's a town, Sabatum, um, in the area around Sabatum, under the chief Ivor the Bold. So so yeah, so that's uh that's kind of basically um, Askold, and there's some prompts that I will answer. That's I guess I was prompt number twenty two, who is my current character, and what situation is he in? So we've traveled. Because of what happened in Dorakium, we learned that these wizards had this gem and they got it in this Valley of the Mist. So we have traveled to the Valley of the Mist having various misadventures, including slaying the boar, fighting off zombies, um, picking up a massive alchemy book, which would be kind of cool. Um, so so we're in this, in this valley now and we went to the tower that Kato told us he stole the gem from, which we really still don't believe. And... Um, we fought these giant spiders, and now we're going to figure out what we're going to do and how we're going to explore the Valley of the Mist. I think our idea is that we need to get another gem to counter what these evil wizards are doing in Dorakium, but um, I don't know. I think we're beginning to have doubts about whether we should remove these gems from where they are because it might release something. We've had various portents from both my old mentor and another... Uh, mystical type that that's a bad idea so i guess i've played this character from the beginning of the reaver playtest so i feel like it's been over a year that's when we started that's prop number 24 um and where has this character been we were started in Dorakium, we traveled to sabatum and now we're traveling into the valley of the mists so that's where he has been as i described We've had various misadventures in the different places. And why does my character do what they do? Well, because they're a shaman and they're, they interdict and do, and he kind of does and acts as what the spirits would want him to do for the good of his people. I think after killing Rudabringi and all of that, he now has a charge that he will inherit sort of the shaman, shamanistic priesthood traditions of the village that he's from. He still has family there. And uh, that's kind of what he's gearing towards is for their, um, for their spiritual health as far as it goes as an intermediary for the spirit world and the people. And how has the character changed? Well, he's gotten some corruption, right? So um, he's also become more martial, it seems, and learned some more spells. So he has evolved and he has changed. And I think it's, it's actually a, a cool... Um, outcome of the system that it's pretty flexible on how you evolve as a character even though you do still have like strict classes and and the like so 
but you have a lot of options. So like here at, at when I when he reaches fifth level, he's fourth level now in the game. When he reaches fifth level, he can take on another uh, tradition, and I think he's going to take on alchemy because he found a book of alchemy um, in one of the adventures. Um, among other things, it can help you to concoct like the oil, an oil that will change you into a berserk fighter. So that might be something interesting um, as well. And how to cultivate other plants that could um, enlighten your, enhance your your uh, senses, enlighten your visions. So um, it's kind of neat what uh, we can do in this game. And uh, that's how he has changed. So I guess that will be it for this week because Style Sunday is going to be to tag roll 1d8 and tag that many friends with your favorite RPG cover but I think I think I will save that for the next time because that leads into something I'm going to be a project a gaming project for the future so well there you go that is a treatise on Askold the Lame I hope you enjoyed it I'm going to get this out really quick it's pretty short and I uh, hope you have a good week and I'll talk to you soon. Uh, you can um, find me on Anchor and leave me a message if you so choose. And you can also send me a message at geomologist at gmail.com. TJ Drennan uh, usually does the intro and outro music, but today the intro music is Dropkick Murphy's I'm Shipping Up to Boston. Uh, but uh, TJ will close us out here in a sec. My wife Amy does the clip cover art, and I'll talk to you all soon. Thanks for listening.